Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the podcast. So, you guys, where do I even begin? First of all, let me just address my voice sounding a little sick still. I, well, let me just start from the beginning, okay? Because, wow. So, basically, I was in New York last week for training for my job, and it was great. It was wonderful. It was amazing. Um, I was leaving and everyone I was training with was kind of like, Hey, do you guys feel sick? And I was like, yeah, a little bit, but whatever, just a chest cold, no big deal. I go home, whatever, don't think too much about it. I wake up the next morning and honestly, I felt a hundred times better. So I was like, yeah, it was just a chest cold, no big deal. Then... I'm going on with my life. I go to bed that night. I had set an alarm the next morning for like, I think it was like 8.30 a.m. I wake up at noon, literally 11.57. I remember looking at the clock and it was 11.57. And I was like, hello. Don't remember my alarm going off at all. Never in my entire life has that ever happened. I've never slept through an alarm like that. And I've never slept till noon in my whole life. Like not even... And that's not a flex. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that as like, oh my gosh, like I'm sleeping until noon. Like, what is that? No, I'm saying that as in my body doesn't do that. So that's when I knew something was a little sus. And Sunday I was just in a, a, a constant state of fever dream. I kept having fever dreams. I was so sweaty. Like it was awful not to get all graphic and whatever. Well, long story short, I have the flu. (laughs) But today, it's Tuesday now. Yesterday and Sunday were probably my worst two days. I woke up this morning. I do feel a thousand times better. I will say the only thing now is I still feel pretty, like, delirious. I had to move my car, and luckily it was just, like, literally across the street because me driving, I was like, no, this is a no for me. I cannot drive right now. Um, I was supposed to go to Dallas tonight to for Thanksgiving. Obviously, it's Thanksgiving week. Um, but that is not going to happen today. I think it's best for me to maybe wait to drive. So anyway, that's my update. So if anyone's ever had the flu, I empathize with you because this is genuinely just the most unique sickness I think I've ever had. I've had the stomach flu, but I've never had just like the flu. And it's the weirdest sickness. It's like, I thought it wouldn't be that bad because I was like, oh, well, my throat doesn't hurt. I'm not like super, super nauseous. I'm just a little bit nauseous, you know, when I wake up and everything, but it's doable. But it like really knocked me on my booty. I could not stay awake for the life of me. I was sleeping like 20 hours a day. Like it's crazy. And even today I was like, you know, trying to get my life a little bit together before I leave. And also I'm (laughs) working today and it's just, oh my word. I've, I've been on the struggle bus. I can't focus. I can't do anything without having to lay down for like three hours so anyway that's kind of why I sound a little a little sicky sick but yeah it's just such an interesting sickness because 
it's like all the annoying sickness symptoms aren't there like like I said no sore throat I don't have a congested nose like my nose isn't stuffed so those are the two things for me that are the worst but it's just everything else it's just so weird your body just literally feels like it's floating in air in not a good way but anyway so it's Thanksgiving week like I said happy Thanksgiving week Today we are diving in a little bit deeper to how to have a really good Thanksgiving when it comes to food and relationship to food. I know Thanksgiving can be super triggering for some people, so I wanted to talk a little bit about how to really cope with it and enjoy Thanksgiving dinner and not dread it. So that's what we're going to talk about. I am, my entire reference for this episode is recoverywarriors.com. I'm reading through um, a lot of the research and stuff that they've done on it and just kind of putting my own, you know, emphasis and opinions on it. I just wanted to put that out there, not trying to plagiarize or anything. But okay, so let's just get into it without further ado. So the first thing this I'll just kind of list them off as as numbers for these tips. So, the first tip is to confide in someone. I think that this is the hardest tip to do. I definitely think this is one I struggle with the most, and especially when I was kind of in the height of all my eating stuff, I think it's super hard to find someone No, no, no. Let me let me backtrack. I think we make it out to be super hard to confide in someone like you know, we don't want to come up. Well, uh, this is my own, you know, personality type coming out. But for me personally, I don't like seeming weak. I don't like seeming like I need someone else's help. I don't, you know, the whole, the whole nine yards. And there can be other reasons for other people of why they are uncomfortable confiding in someone, whether it's, they don't like, um, you know, talking super emotionally with someone else or whatever it may be. There's a million different reasons. But the thing is, it you don't have to make it out to be this huge, big thing. And it doesn't have to be someone you're going to see in person things, this Thanksgiving. You know, text your best friend from home or, or, or I guess you're going home, but you know what I mean. Text your best friend from college who's five states away. Text that cousin that you were really close with as a child but isn't is on your other family side or whatever it is text that girl on instagram who you've been messaging back and forth for a while talking about who knows what as long as there's someone who you feel like you can talk to i feel like those examples were not good like i said my brain is still extremely foggy and fuzzy and i do think i'm gonna listen back to this episode in a week and be like none of that was english so just bear with me okay i know those examples were terrible (laughs) let's just move on with it okay anyway you just need to find someone that you feel like you can confide in and that is gonna be able to kind of, you know, put a, put a little bit of accountability with you and in, in Thanksgiving dinner and make sure 
making sure that you are taking care of yourself and not feeding into those eating disorder thoughts when it comes to Thanksgiving. And how to do this is just reach out to someone and say, hey, I don't know if you know this, but I struggle a little bit with eating and eating related disorders. Thanksgiving is a little bit triggering for me and I just really think it's important for me to tell someone this just in case I want to talk about it. Is that okay? Can I text you if I need to? And I know that this is also hard because you don't want to feel like you are kind of putting this responsibility on someone, especially on a holiday. But I just want you to know that it is not as big of a deal as you think it is. If somebody texted me this, and I know we're all different, but if someone texted me this, I would not be like, oh my gosh, they're ruining my Thanksgiving. I have to be on call, basically. That's not at all what it is. And it it basically is just the first step to having accountability, to making sure that you're taking Thanksgiving into your own hands and are able to really enjoy it and not letting it be so out of control like it normally is. So that's the first step. Just having a buddy, having someone that you feel like you can talk to if you need to, if it comes down to that and you feel like you are in any kind of headspace that isn't good, just having someone that you can talk to, that's that's all you need. Okay, so moving right along, we have tip number two, and that is just to not engage in any kind of fat talk. So, this is tricky because I think it's like, you know, the cranberry sauce on the Thanksgiving table is what fat talk basically is. It's just something that's always there. It's something that some people may not like, but it's there and you can't do anything to avoid it. And it's sad, but it's true. It's like Thanksgiving, dinner, and fat talk go hand in hand. Everyone talks about how stuffed they are. Everyone talks about how fat they feel. Everyone talks about how bloated they look. Everybody does the whole nine yards. And it's super unnecessary and annoying, but it's just one of those things where it is what it is, and we can't avoid it. And so it can be extra difficult for someone, you know, dealing with struggles with their body and eating but the main thing to do when it does come up because it will is to just not engage with it you don't have to make a big deal and be like hey like no more of the fat talk like you don't have to do that that's not what you're comfortable with and if you are you know go for it if you if you feel called to do that you know, I'm not going to stop you, but I know most of us aren't super comfortable with confrontation in that manner, especially with family we maybe see twice a year. So main thing to do is when people start talking down about their bodies after Thanksgiving dinner, just casually, subtly remove yourself from the conversation and move on to somewhere else and maybe even if that means kind of going off by yourself for a couple minutes or whatever it is do what you need to do honestly because it's 
at the end of the day, even if you have to leave a conversation abruptly and you're worried if it if it comes off as rude or whatever, like it's family. They kind of are forced to like you, so don't worry about it. And again, a lot of these family members, it's not like we're seeing twenty four seven. So just don't worry so much about what other people are thinking or X, Y, and Z, especially when it comes to the topic of conversation and how it's affecting your mental health. Put yourself first in that regard, and if something is making you uncomfortable, just get out of there. That's that's my main my main tip with that. No fat talk allowed. Block it out. Run away from it as fast as you can because it's inevitable this Thanksgiving. So just really be on the lookout and make sure to fill your head with positive vibes, positive energy all around. Okay, and tip number three is to not skip or compensate meals. This is huge. This is huge, huge, huge. This means that on Thanksgiving, you should be listening to your body still. And for me personally, that means eating three meals a day, sometimes more. And that does not mean the same thing for everyone. So don't try and put it on someone else if you're feeling like you have to eat X, Y, and Z and maybe you start feeling guilty that you're sister your half sister whatever isn't doing the same thing just for that's a whole nother point in itself just don't compare yourself to eating with anyone else ever but especially on thanksgiving but on thanksgiving especially you should be listening to your body because i think it goes against the societal norms of thanksgiving to do that so really make sure to wake up hear what your body's saying hear what you need And listen to it. And that means to not overeat. And I know that's pretty tricky on Thanksgiving. And I want to make a huge point to say it is not the end of the world if you overeat. And it's okay. And you need to give yourself permission to be okay with it. But that should not be a striving point. We shouldn't go into Thanksgiving dinner starved to where we overeat, are so uncomfortable, feel so guilty, it can all just be avoided. You should wake up, eat a really good breakfast, eat a lunch. Thanksgiving dinner is just that. It's a dinner. You don't need to stuff yourself. There'll be lots of leftovers, and you can eat it whenever you want. And if that's a couple hours later, if you get hungry again, go in for round two. You just really need to go into it with a super positive mindset where you're giving yourself full permission to eat whatever your body needs to and not holding anything back or telling yourself you can't eat something before the dinner or X, Y, and Z or you have to eat a certain amount at the dinner because it's Thanksgiving. I think a lot of times for me personally, what I've noticed with recovery is sometimes I'll feel a little bit Uh, I don't really know what the word I'm looking for is, but I'll just go with uncomfortable. (laughs) If I'm eating less than the people around me, I feel like I am being judged because they think I'm going some type of way. I think also because I am very open about my eating struggles, and so I think sometimes if I'm eating less that people will assume that I'm just like struggling with my eating again when that's not the case. It's that I'm listening to myself, and sometimes that means eating less than 
what is kind of looking the norm at the moment. So either way, just don't let people's perceptions and opinions affect you because at the end of the day, it's your body. You have to live with how you feel. Nobody knows how you feel except for you. Nobody knows your level of hunger except for you. Nobody knows any of that except for you. So you just need to be super open and honest with yourself and just really let yourself eat what it needs to eat and not eat what you don't want to eat and that's that's huge and that leads into tip number four which is to be kind to yourself this should go for every day but this needs to be reminded on thanksgiving just be so kind to yourself on thanksgiving i think it can trigger a lot of feelings a lot of emotions it's literally a holiday centered around food and eating and that can be super difficult for people and so you just need to be really easy on yourself and know that it's okay to feel how you're feeling it's okay and tip number five is to focus on the gratitude part thanksgiving i mean you know the history of it aside because the history is super questionable but the premise of it is kind of wholesome if you think about it from the gratitude part okay not the whole uh stealing native americans land let's like forget about that for a second focus on the gratitude part be grateful for everything your body does for you which is a ton and just be grateful for how far you've come continue to be kind to yourself remember everything that you're able to do and your body is able to do and gives to you every day and just let that propel you through this thanksgiving and yeah my brain is it's it's hitting its last limb i think uh my 18 minute mark is where my brain's like i can't do this anymore (laughs) hopefully next week i'll be a lot more focused and present and won't have a fog over my head but i hope you guys still did enjoy this video and i video goodbye ah i gotta go i hope you enjoy this podcast episode this whatever okay you know what i mean i'll talk to you guys next week when i'll be healthy let's cross our fingers say our prayers ladies and gentlemen all right i'll talk to you guys next week bye